0: Chapter 23 of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to Al-Medina and Mecca This is a LibriVox recording all LibriVox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org Chapter 23 of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to Al-Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton The Damascus Caravan The Damascus Caravan was to set out on the 27th of al-Qada or the 1st of September i had intended to stay at al-medina till the last moment and to accompany the qaflat al or the flying caravan which usually leaves on the second of the al-hijjah two days after that of damascus footnote. the Tayyara or flying caravan is lightly laden and travels by forced marches and a footnote suddenly arose the rumour that there would be no tayyarah and that all pilgrims must proceed with the damascus caravan or await the rakib. This is a dromedary caravan in which each person carries only his saddle-bags. It usually descends by the road called al-Khat and makes Mecca on the fifth day. The Sharif Zaid, Zayed the robber's only friend, had paid him an unsuccessful visit. Shinderhans demanded back his sheikh ship in return for safe conduct through his country. Otherwise, he said, I will cut the throat of every hand that ventures into the passes. The Sharif Zayed, returned to El medina on the twenty fifth of the qida or thirtieth of august early on the morning of the next day sheikh hamid returned hurriedly from the bazaar exclaiming you must make ready at once Effendi, there will be no tiara all hajis start to-morrow allah will make it easy to you have you your water skins in order you are to travel down the darb al where you will not see water for three days Poor Hamid looked horror-struck as he concluded this fearful announcement, which filled me with joy. Burckhardt had visited and described the Derba Sultani, the road along the coast, but no European has yet travelled down the Harun al-Rashid's and the Lady Zubaydah's celebrated route through the Nejdi desert. Not a moment, however, was lost. We expected to start early the next morning. The boy Mohammed went forth and bought for eighty piastres a shukluf, which lasted us through the pilgrimage, and for fifteen piastres a chibria or cot to be occupied by sheikh Noor, who did not relish sleeping on boxes the youth was employed all day with sleeves tucked up and working like a porter in covering the litter with matting and rugs in mending broken parts and in providing it with large pockets for provisions inside and outside with pouches to contain the gugglets of cooled water meanwhile Shekhnur and i having inspected the water-skins found that the rats had made considerable rents in two of them there being no workmen procurable at this time for gold i sat down to patch the damaged articles whilst noor was sent to lay in supplies for fourteen days the journey is calculated at eleven days but provisions are apt to spoil and the bedouin camel-men expect to be fed besides which pilferers abound by my companion's advice i took wheat flour rice turmeric onions dates unleavened bread of two kinds cheese limes tobacco sugar tea and coffee Hamid himself started upon the most important part of our business faithful camel men are required upon a road where robberies are frequent and stabbings occasional and where there is no law to prevent desertion or to limit new and exorbitant demands after a time he returned accompanied by a boy and a bedouin a short thin well-built old man with regular features a white beard and a cool clear eye his limbs as usual were scarred with wounds Masoud of the rahla a sub-family of the Hamida family of the banu Harb, came in with a dignified demeanour applied his dexter palm to ours Footnote: this musafaha as it is called is the arab fashion of shaking hands they apply the palms of the right hands flat to each other without squeezing the fingers and then raise the hand to the forehead and a footnote sat down declined a pipe accepted coffee and after drinking it looked at us to show that he was ready for negotiation we opened the proceedings with we want men not camels and the conversation proceeded in the purest hijazi footnote on this occasion i heard three new words kharita used to signify a single trip to mecca without return to al-medina ta'rifa going out from mecca to mount arafa and Tanzila or the return from mount arafa to mecca and a footnote after much discussion we agreed if compelled to travel by the darb al sharqi to pay twenty dollars for two camels footnote and part of an extra animal which was to carry water for the party had we travelled by the derba sultani we should have paid six and a half dollars instead of ten for each beast and a footnote and to advance Arbun or earnest money to have that amount footnote the system of advances as well as earnest money is common all over arabia in some places aden for instance i have heard two-thirds the price of a cargo of coffee being required from the purchaser before the seller would undertake to furnish a single bale and a footnote the sheikh bound himself to provide us with good animals which moreover were to be changed in case of accidents he was also to supply his beasts with water and to accompany us to arafat and back but absolutely refusing to carry my large chest he declared that the tent under the Shuktoof was burden enough for one camel and that the green box of drugs the saddle-bags the provision sacks surmounted by Noor's cot were amply sufficient for the other on our part we bound ourselves to feed the sheikh and his son supplying them either with raw or cooked provender and upon our return to Mecca from mount arafat to pay the remaining hire with a discretionary present hamid then addressed me to flowery praises of the old Bedoui. after which turning to the latter he exclaimed thou wilt treat these friends well o mas'ud the harbi the ancient replied with a dignity that had no pomposity in it even as abu shawarib or the father of mustachios behaveth to us so will we behave to him footnote most men of the Shafi'i school clip their mustachios exceedingly short some clean shave the upper lip the imperial and the parts of the beard about the corners of the mouth and the fore part of the cheeks i neglected to do so which soon won me the epithet recorded above abu shawarib arabs are vastly given to nicknaming god's creatures their habit is the effect of acute observation and the want of variety in proper names so nini appears not to like having been called the father of a nose but there is nothing disrespectful in these personal allusions in arabia you must be the father of something and it is better to be the father of a feature than the father of a cooking pot or father of a strong smell a buzzard and a footnote he then arose bade us be prepared when departure gun sounded saluted us and stalked out of the room followed by his son who under pretext of dozing had mentally made an inventory of every article in the room ourselves especially included when the bedouin disappeared sheikh hamid shook his head advising me to give them plenty to eat and never to allow twenty-four hours to elapse without dipping hand in the same dish with them in order that the party might always be my on terms of salt footnote salt among the Hindus is considered the essence and preserver of the seas it was therefore used in their offerings to the gods the old idea in europe was that salt is a body composed of various elements into which it cannot be resolved by human means hence it became the type of an indissoluble tie between individuals homer calls salt sacred and divine and whoever ate it with a stranger was supposed to become his friend by the greek authors as by the arabs hospitality and salt are words expressing a kindred idea when describing the bedouin of al-hijaz i shall have occasion to notice their peculiar notions about the salt law a footnote he concluded with copious lectures upon the villainy of the bedouin and on their habit of drinking travellers' water i was to place the skins on a camel in front and not behind to hang them with their mouths carefully tied and turned upwards contrary to the general practice always to keep a good store of liquid and at night to place it under the safeguard of the tent in the afternoon i and others dropped me to take leave they found me in the midst of preparation sewing sacks fitting up a pipe patching water-bags and packing medicines my fellow-traveller had brought me some pencils and a penknife as forget-me-nots for we were by no means sure of meeting again footnote the import of such articles show the march of progress in al hijaz during the last generation schoolmasters used for pencil bits bar lead beaten to a point footnote he hinted however at another escape from the paternal abode and proposed if possible to join the dromedary caravan sheikh Hamid said the same but i saw by the expression of his face that his mother and wife would not give him leave from home so soon after his return towards evening time the barra al became a scene of exceeding confusion the town of tents lay upon the ground camels were being laden and were roaring under the weight of litters and cots boxes and baggage horses and mules galloped about men were rushing wildly in all directions on worldly errands or hurrying to pay a farewell visit to the prophet's tomb women and children sat screaming on the ground or ran to and fro distracted or called their vehicles to escape the danger of being crushed every now and then a random shot excited all into the belief that the departure gun had sounded at times we heard a volley from the robbers hills which elicited a general groan for the pilgrims were still, to use their own phrase, between fear and hope, and consequently still far from one of the two comforts. Footnote. The two comforts are success and despair, the latter, according to the Arabs, being a more enviable state of feeling than doubt or hope deferred, and a footnote. Then would sound a loud jin of the camel bells, as the stately animals paced away with some grandees guilt and emblazoned litter a sharp plaint of the dromedary and the loud neighing of excited steeds about an hour after sunset all our preparations were concluded save only the shukdov, at which the boy mohammed still worked with untiring zeal he wisely remembered that he had to spend in it the best portion of a week and a half the evening was hot and we therefore dined outside the house i was told to repair to the harem for the ziyarat al wada or the farewell visitations but my decided objection to this step was that we were all to part how soon and when to meet again we know not my companion smiled consent assuring me that the ceremony could be performed as well at a distance as in the temple then sheikh Hamid made me pray a two-bow prayer and afterwards facing towards the harem to recite this supplication with raised hands o apostle of allah we beg thee to entreat almighty allah that he cut off no portion of the good resulting to us from this visit to thee and to thy may he cause us to return safely and prosperous to our birthplaces aid then us in the progeny he hath given us and continue to us his benefits and make us thankful for our daily bread o allah let not this be the last of our visitation to thy apostle's tomb yet if thou summon us before such blessing verily in my death i bear witness as in my life here the forefinger of the right hand is extended that the members of the body may take part with the tongue and the heart that there is no god but allah one and without partner and verily that our lord muhammad is his servant and his apostle o allah grant us in this world weal and in the future weal and save us from the torments of hell-fire praise to thee o lord lord of glory greater than man can describe and peace be upon the apostle and law to allah the lord of the three worlds this concludes as usual with the testification and the fatiha pious men on such occasions go to the roda where they strive if possible to shed a tear a single drop being a sign of acceptance give alms to the utmost of their ability vow piety repentance and obedience and retire overwhelmed with grief at separating themselves from their prophet and intercessor it is customary too before leaving al-medina to pass at least one night in vigils at the harem, and for learned men to read through the quran once before the tomb Then began the uncomfortable process of paying off little bills. The eastern creditor, always for diverse reasons, waits the last moment before he claims his debt. Sheikh Hamid had frequently hinted at his difficulties. The only means of escape from which he said was to rely upon Allah. He had treated me so hospitably that I could not take back any part of the five dollars I lent to him in Suez. His three brothers received a dollar or two each, and one or two of his cousins hinted to some effect that such a proceeding would meet with their approbation. The luggage was then carried down and disposed in packs upon the ground before the house, so as to be ready for loading at a moment's notice. Many flying parties of travellers had almost started on the high road, and late in the evening came a new report that the body of the caravan would march about midnight we sat up till two a m when having heard no gun and having seen no camels we lay down to sleep through the sultry remnant of the hours of darkness thus gentle reader was spent my last night at el medina i had reasons to congratulate myself upon having passed through the first danger Macca is so near the coast that in case of detection the traveller might escape in a few hours to Jeddah, where he would find an english vice-consul protection from the turkish authorities and possibly a british cruiser in the harbour but at Al medina discovery would entail more serious consequences the next risk to run was the journey between the two cities where it would be easy for the local officials quietly to dispose of a suspected person by giving a dollar to a End of chapter 23